Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Civ Show podcast. I'm your host, Moisos. Raising Zozo. And Nystagmus. And uh, we have a bit of a uh, weird, not a weird episode, but a, a, a different episode. For one, Raising Zozo is here to start. Like, what? what is this? Who are like, these he came guys? On, like, what, what is, yeah. What? Yeah, we don't see the, uh, we <laughs> don't see the AFK uh What's uh, going on, on here? The, uh, on the chat here. I know it's 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 bizarre being here. I, like I, I almost want to apologize to all of you who tuned in for like an actual podcast with calm voiced individuals. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna get started right off the bat here, man. Second. <laughs> Second disappointment this week. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all dumpster fire from here. <laughs> the, fir- the, the first being me not letting Nystagmus do a nuke. That was oh, poor Nystagmus. Oh, a single tear was shed that day, and it was not at Germany that day. <laughs> uh, we we last week sent out a feedback survey to everybody. Uh, thank you for everybody who responded to that. We really uh, greatly appreciate every single response. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that and how we are going to change our content based off this survey. Yeah, basically, uh, it, I, I like that uh, it was it was sort of already suggested the direction we wanted to take things, um, which was a little bit away from our like w- rivalry competitive and more into ex- exploration of the game itself. And so um, I think a lot of what uh, you, the viewers, suggested lent to that. Um, and, uh, so you, I think you'll, you'll be very pleased to see, uh, what, what is to come. Um, and I think you'll also with the, some of the ways we're going to be playing, uh, see how we are actually, the three of us are good buddies and, uh, <laughs> any, any rivalry we ever demonstrate is, is, is friendly, but, uh, sometimes our acting is just too good. Um, yeah. we re-role play a little too well, but, uh, all in all, we, we, we really appreciate that everyone t- took the time and some of you gave us like some detailed uh, responses and uh, we really do appreciate that. Um, and rest assured, I think you'll be very pleased to see uh, some of the new uh, ways that we're going to switch things up a little bit in the coming uh, weeks and months. Yeah, so let's uh, move on to uh, last week's game. We, we, we played World War II reenactments. We, I played, who did I play again? I played, um, I don't even remember who I played. United States. United States. I played the United States, yeah. I played Bully Bull Moose Teddy, you. yeah. Bull Moose Teddy, dude. I had, gave him the bull and I had the moose. And that's that how a, uh, that that's how involved in the game you were. Mm. Yeah. You <laughs> totally remember who you were and what you did. Yeah. Um, I did a whole lot in South America. I remember that I, one army you built? That was really oh, good. I helped you take Germany's capital over 50 turns. Yeah, do you remember that one? I did. Oh, yeah. Yes, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, talk, let's talk about this, this scenario. Uh, it was a 3v3, which is unlike what we normally do. All of us were on the same team versus two deity opponents, which was the Axis power. Or uh, Sorry, three deity Okay, let me start over. Three opponents, two of them were on Deity, and one of them was on Emperor because they didn't deserve to be on Deity, which is Rome, a.k.a. Italy. They did absolutely nothing in World War II. However, Germany and Japan were on Deity difficulty, and they were against America, myself, Russia, Nystagmus, and England, raising Zozo. And I'm sure, I'm sure Zo has a buttload to talk about, about 
I think the I think the only game. thing that that needs to be it's said is just him and his is, magic battleships. No, 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 no. Come on, no, it's the magic Let's vampires. be real. Let's be real here. I think the most amazing coincidental thing about that game is how parallel it ran to history. Like it was like really, it was really, it was parallel. Yeah, it was parallel, definitely, Par- because parallel. <laughs> like England was there and Germany was there and uh, you know uh, Japan was there and that's totally on the. Totally That's on just, the right spots in the map, and and then everyone knows that that World War Two was won by the Allies because of vampires and battleships. So it's, <laughs> it's perfect. It's a perfect rendering of World War Two. Man, those that like, I don't know if it's specifically Victoria's ability or if it's England's ability. The fact that they get uh, their most powerful boat when they build a Royal Navy dockyard, um, but the fact that we started in the modern era. All districts were one turn length, right? Mm-hmm. So you got those immediately. How many settlers did you end up building just so you can get a battleship out of a city? I went nuts with settlers. I built so many coastal. I, I probably had like, I don't know, 12 coastal cities. And it was just because every coastal city was a free battleship. Um, <laughs> it one ter- A one turn free battleship. Uh, and that let me basically lead the, the the war against Japan and Rome and <laughs> and the Germans. So basically everybody because yeah. of battleships. Meanwhile, me Nastagus and I were in the corner just looking at a dust bunny walk across the street. Like, hey, look at that, man. Isn't that cool? Hey, look at that. Oh, England. Bye, England. Do your thing. We're here. We're here for you. Vampires, man. <laughs> vampires, are, uh, vampires are powerful powerful society uh oh my god they were so they were fun though they were a lot of fun uh, the idea of using them like from the ancient era forward i think would be pretty neat just having the the vampire unkillable vampire uh, we, we could have been nuked i guess we didn't get that far no we didn't get that far uh nystagmus what did you what did like, what did you do that game that's not like an offensive thing it's, uh, i actually don't know what you did and i don't even know what i did no, no. So. like so i didn't spawn anywhere near tundra so that was awesome you know it's russia super awesome you know most of my abilities uh went around that so um i just find that very um um because you know uh, Zoe was able to build this massive army, but he was using like an exploit to do so, right? Um, and so I'm not I'm not nailing you for using the, the exploit. I'm just saying I'm, <laughs> I am I am, but I am stating what is a fact, which is it is an exploit. Um, and so uh, it's one of those weird things that happens with the modern era, right? Because when you start in the modern era, um, your city start with a baseline production that allows you to build districts within like a single turn. Um, but the thing that kind of really like slows it down is. The amount of science you need to get technologies after that point is the same. And so you start off with like three science. And so you have to like just spam settlers for the first, you know, 20 turns of the game basically to get enough cities up to even like start putting a dent into that. Um, It took forever to get out of that first era that we were in. Um, And so I found a, uh, you know, where I started. So I started where Italy was, ironically. So I was Russia in Italy. Um, <laughs> there weren't a whole lot of um, like luxury resources 
where I was. Okay. And so my amenities were like in the in the toilet. Why the didn't you trade time. with one of us? I remember I did. You and did. Then, oh. Yeah. Remember the whole and then, wine and thing. And then you guys all then you guys all didn't vote for the one thing where they got we rid of the wine. Did. Which was I like did vote. We, we did vote. We, we voted for we, we wine. All we lost. We lost. We all knew. Yeah. We, like, we, that's like, not our fault. I had no diplomatic favor, my friend. Vampires <laughs> and battleships equates to no diplomatic favor. Yeah, this I guy was a true that some, that game. I wonder if that had anything to do with you randomly saying, okay, guys, I want to declare war on them in five turns, even though there was like no need to do it that quickly. I, <laughs> I, okay, I gave you a warning. That'll be my process. I'll give you a warning. And it was a World War II scenario. We thought World War Peace, we had to have some war. And I wasn't Wait. ready either, but I knew that by attacking, I would get ready. World War Peace? We it wasn't a world well, whatever. World Peace Two. It wasn't World Peace Two. Okay. World War Peace. My amenities were pretty bad, so a lot of my cities didn't have really all that great production for the longest time. And also I wasn't getting my, you know, I get some of the production from like the tundra tiles and stuff. And so I didn't have a single tundra tile was that, um, in the entire Was that the balance start, maybe? I don't know. I don't, um, I don't trust so, balance start. It was it was like um we did do the better balance start, yeah, but I maybe like having a true start, not true start, but an earth kind of map is strange because usually it'll it'll spawn uh, new tiles to try to make up to where from where you spawn to make everybody as even as possible. But on an earth map, since like everything's kind of set where it is, it, it may not work on an earth map. So yeah, I, the, I don't know. The MVP know. unit of that game was. The battleship. The right? battleship. That was, oh, yeah. That was, uh, yeah it, it, uh, I think it was responsible for you being able to raise the first four cities that you did um, because you had them in like armadas already. Like you had them in armadas and like just um, destroying cities before steel was researched. They got two, two revolts. I didn't just raise. They got two revolts. Okay. I'm a civilized vampire <laughs> battleship master. Okay two revolts and then they get raised and so yeah that was like the it was just like an awesome exploit to take advantage of though that that was pretty cool um just like all these like fleets of battleships like moving across the map um and whereas you know i was having um difficulties uh even producing like units in vast quantities um because my production issues most of my cities were really displeased (laughs) um and so yeah that's what that's the hole i fell into my objective for that game was to try and fund the war, um, but I ended up not going for Owls of Minerva just because we all wanted to do something different, and Zoe went Owls of Minerva. So I'm like, okay, I will vampires. try. I was vampires. Oh, you went vampires. Sorry. I, so then Mustangus went Owls. Yeah, Mustangus went Owls. Um, so I went for Hermetic Order again, and let me tell you that I, for the second week in a row, think it's the worst, absolute worst, especially when you're starting in the modern era because no great people are earned. Uh, the absolute worst secret society is not even close. Like, it's it's not even a competition. I would rather have no secret society <laughs> what? than pick the hermetic order. Nah, it's that's, just, it's that's, just terrible. That's a bold, that's a bold statement. That is a like, really <laughs> bold statement. It's terrible. No, because then you stress over like where the hell the ley lines are. And so you're going to war when you don't need to go to war just because you need these ley lines. And you're like, like it, just, I, I it, know, it stresses though, you, you out. Like They don't hurt, hurt you, right? It, it, like you don't need the ley, ley line. Not having a ley line doesn't actively hurt you. 
No, but when you don't have a ley line and you need a ley line, then you're like, okay, I guess I have to go to war. And then you go to war and then everybody hates you. Then you're a warmonger. Then you have no so, diplomatic so, points. And so everything just crumbles down then. upon each other. Why do you need the ley line? Because that's the whole, the entire uh, secret society revolves around the ley line. So this is how it works. The ley lines. No, no, give no. You okay. I, I get that it's part of the secret society, right? But yeah. you're, you're, you're saying now that I have the society... I now must get the ley lines, but like if you don't get them, that's bad luck, right? And so, but what I'm saying is it doesn't actively hurt you. It, in fact, taking it could always have an upside. Oh, uh, okay. I know what you're saying. I know I, what you're saying. I think though, boy, can you what, what, tell me, tell us a little bit about the ley line? Because it's the least explored, I think, of, of the orders so far. Well, I actually think void singers are the least explored, but... Um, so the ley line, it gives you a adjacency bonus of plus one to whatever district you put around it. So that's kind of like... Okay, plus plus one. I wish it was bigger. I wish it was like at least plus two because plus one, especially in the era that it comes in, like that's the first ability you get and it's the only ability you get. Uh, it just feels very lackluster, especially when you compare to Owls, Owls of Minerva that gets one plus one economic policy card and the second ability, which is the plus one envoy for every trade route you give to a city state how are those two abilities comparable they they cannot be comparable plus one plus one to science for one campus or plus one for every single trade route that you send out to a city state plus one envoy to every is, trade route. is not is that's what i said right well, yeah, I don't think you you just said plus one. I don't think you. Okay, yeah, plus one on envoy, envoy, whatever. It's not comparable, right? And then you go to the uh, alchemical society. It gives you plus science, and I think it gives you plus production or plus gold. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll look it up after. Um, I think it gives you gold. So yeah, okay, plus science and plus gold. Honestly, all of the build all of the buildings in every single secret society feels like it's the worst thing about their secret societies. But they're all kind of even at least. Like they all suck equally. Except, again, Alice Minerva gives you that plus one trade route. And that plus one trade route can result into plus uh, the most ideal scenario, like plus 40 gold per turn. The most worst, worst case scenario, plus 20 gold per turn in the later game, right? So how could you, how, how is like plus potentially plus one or best case scenario, plus four or five uh, gold per turn comparable to a plus 20 to 40 gold per turn? Um, the owls do have one weakness that I've discovered recently is okay. spies. Uh, the spies are good though. No, 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 no. When some dad, yeah, they get the bonus spies, they need them because you become a huge target for siphoning. Uh, I am playing a game right now and I'm losing like so much gold because I can't be everywhere. I can't be everywhere. Oh. And they're moving around uh, and it's happening like every other turn. I'm I'm losing gold and it's like like a thousand gold, like big quantities of gold. Uh, obviously, the more you've got stored up too, that can be a liability as well. So you are owls and you're losing gold to other people's to spies. other other people's spies because yeah. people don't like you. It's that it's like it's the Canadians in this particular game I'm playing. They keep doing it. And I've sent everywhere. They I'll, I'll send my counter spy and they'll just go somewhere else. Yeah, um, even if they like you, sometimes they'll siphon. Yeah, so their that is their weakness is. Uh, oh, they're okay now. Their money. Since you have more, since you have more gold, since you have so you much, siphon funds that you get yeah, more gold from them. Yeah, okay, you're gonna, I understand. You're gonna end I understand. Up. And I think there's a, a higher success rate. 
Um, if there's more money, maybe. Well, like yeah. siphoning funds in general is not. Um, it's like seventy. It's, it's, it's like the best like offensive ability, offensive yeah. mission you can yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, a, that's, which a is weakness. really weird, right? Like, I never thought like, about that. Like, that's weird, right? Like, it's the most successful one. Like, think about it in real life, right? Like, hey, man. Okay. I'm going to like spy on the Federal Reserve. And by the way, just steal $500 billion. No one's going to know. Yeah. Like, no one's going to catch that. No one's going to stop me. Right. Like, <laughs> um, it seems like a really weird one to have a high success rate. Right. Like, it's true. I, stealing a great work is harder. Even um, reducing the loyalty is, is harder. Uh, reducing, the, getting rid of the governor, I think, is harder too. But I mean, how are those really comparable? Uh, really, IRL? in the modern, I can see that being harder earlier on. But what would be really cool is if formant unrest became easier as like, you you're um you went into the modern era because of like social media and the internet and stuff. Yeah, right. Like, cool. You yeah. can spread misinformation be. a lot quicker. There might be. We don't we don't usually get to the modern era, but like like no, there's not. I noticed. There's, I noticed no, there's really there's some, there's some interesting they, they, ones. Yeah, it, it's like kind of the same success rate. I always siphon funds. When I, I always spice. siphon funds. It's like the it's yeah. like the it's most like, consistent one. I, yeah. Sometimes I'll do the governor one just to piss people off. Oh, I hate when people do that. Right. When someone like, yeah, when someone eliminates one of my, and they never say like, they just say eliminates a governor. I'm like, that's a really euf- a big euphemism for you assassinated my governor. Um, and, and now I have to wait for them to be able to be reassigned. But the funny part is sometimes you forget that they need to reassign yeah. it. And so like, it's it, even if you like assassinate it for five turns, sometimes it lasts like 20 turns because you just completely forget, you forget about it. Because of the forgetting. <laughs> like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Human error. That's, that's one of the reasons why I do it. It's just sometimes they forget to bring it back. And so like, it could be way more worth it if they, Wait, if that's do, the case, the com- right? Does the computer forget? No, the computer won't forget, but like, oh, okay. I'm just for, computers, us, for us, computers don't forget. That's what they are. That's their, their memory. Yeah, right. So machines. if you don't assign, if you don't assign a governor to a place, it doesn't tell you that you need to assign a governor. It only tells you when you have a title to a point. Right. So it doesn't restrict you from ending your turn so you can just keep yeah. ending your turn and you have no idea then you finally notice an exclamation point and you're like oh shoot like i have we're, he's been doing nothing this whole time i hope that um i don't know I, I don't know if a new governor is planned to be released but with all of the heavier focus on diplomacy and espionage i think a like a spy governor like an actual like i think mm-hmm. one of them does something for spies but like an actual spy governor would be really really neat um, and we'll see. I like. I'll, I'll, I actually don't recall. I know there are many new things coming out, but I don't know if a new governor was among one of the things. I'm not sure either. We will mm-hmm. talk about that. We'll maybe we'll do a little bit of research, and we'll talk about it in the second in the half. Future. Yeah. Uh, or second half, like a second third of of the podcast. So we're gonna take a little bit of a break, but don't go anywhere because we will be right back. Welcome back to the Civ Show podcast. I forgot to mention this last time. We suck, so you don't have to. Let's talk about secret societies, a little bit more about secret societies, but specifically the strategies that you can uh, bring into every society. So we all have a little bit of experience with each society, some more than others. Um, we kind of already talked about the Hermetic Order a little bit and how much how strongly I feel against them. Uh, but maybe there's some other opinions on the on the on the board 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have any different opinions on the Hermetic Order or not. I I hate giving an opinion for something I haven't tried, and um, with uh, the amount of hate that 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 Moy's been throwing them, um, <laughs> it makes me very curious to see: are they bad, or is he just using them wrong? Um, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially since their initiation is probably arguably the hardest of them. Um, finding the, a natural, natural wonder. wonder, you know, yeah. you know, you you're guaranteed that there are natural wonders out there, but like you got to go and you got to find them. The other ones are like just a given. You're gonna you're gonna go into a goodie hat. You're going to get an envoy from a, a city state. You're going to defeat a barbarian encampment. The funny thing is, those are only chances that they'll come to you after True. that. True. This is a hundred percent. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. You know, so far they don't sound fantastic. In fact, after being the vampires, the ley line kind of sounds like the castle, and the castle sounds better because well, the castle's way better. Yeah, like because like it's instant, and you, you can get it, build it as anywhere soon as, right from the start. But to, yeah. to be honest, though, like I kind of always felt that Moy would like the Hermetic Order because because you're so science based usually, and so now it's almost like, hey, you like building campuses. Well, here's a campus that also gives you gold and production and great people points. Because you also go for um, you also go for culture victory quite a bit too. Yeah, right? but so. if it didn't if it didn't rely on the ley line, like if it like the fact that it gives like bonus great people points is awesome. But I feel like you in order to be this um, in order to be this secret society and use it effectively, you need to play a sieve that already has a great person uh, bonus. Brazil would be a very good one because their festivals give you great person points. Um, Scotland with their bonus in great sciences, Congo with their bonus in great people as well. Russia would be okay with it as well. Um, if you don't take void singers with Russia, it's just like it's 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 too niche. I feel like it's too niche. The secret society that it's that it looks like a lot of its powers are based around the ley line. Um, yeah, makes it tricky. Um, cause if you only get one ley line, but in that sort of scenario where you get like two or three and, you know, I've, I've, I've looking at other people's games, I've seen ones where it seems like a couple, like I saw one game where they got like two beside each other and a third one, not too far. Um, maybe then, you know, that's the gamble is they can be ridiculously powerful. They can be, they, they very well can be. It's just like, there's, it's the chance. Yeah. Right. It's the roll of the dice before you even know where they are. Right. You know, I, I the both times I've played, I had one right beside my capital, which is awesome. But then in the Earth game and the game we just played last week, the second one, not even it was in North America, not even I don't close. Oh man, to me. like the the um the Acclimatical Society is like a pretty awesome building though. It looks really cool visually. It looks awesome. No, but like it is an awesome build. It's plus four science, plus two production, plus one housing, plus one citizen slot, plus one great scientist, great engineer, and great merchant point per turn. Grants gold equal to the adjacency bonus of the district. So the only difference right? between that and the university is the adjacency gold, the plus production, I think you said, and then the engineer and the merchant point. That's the only difference. But there are great, everything else is exactly the same. There are great people. Well, wait. Yeah, they they don't normally. You don't normally get a great. Admiral engineer Drake. and merchant engineer and merchant are the unique ones that you get from the alchemical society that the university doesn't bring because the university would only give you uh that great science great scientist point but it also gives you the the citizen and the housing and the plus four science like that's everything all of that a university brings right yeah 
Well, so far, powerful or not, they seem the least versatile. Uh, yeah. And for me, uh, versatility is generally more important than power. Especially in Civ, when like, anything can change, mm-hmm. right? At any, at any moment, like suddenly you have, uh, let's say you're playing Apocalypse mode and a meteor strikes down on your capital. You're like, oh, well. It seems like a pretty good one to have if your, your Civ's already science-based, though. If your Civ is science-based or if your Civ is great people. It's I great think, people-based. It's great people-based, yeah. Well, you know, again, I, I haven't seen it, them successfully used. I don't know how big of a science bonus we're talking about. Like, is a ley line like 15 science? If you get 15 you? great people points or 15 right, right. Like, great scientists. Or I think they also great generals and admirals give you science as well. So, like, so. this is like you want divine spark. There's probably some religion that are going to help you. You want to get oracle. But you want to do your city like projects. Yeah. It does seem like something, though, that you could utilize it to snowball. Yeah. I think that, like, I think a civ like, like the Germans. Does it? Uh, do you also get it if you have a lot of faith and start buying great people? Yeah, you need a lot of Maybe faith to buy great, great people. people. That's the thing. Like, you need thousands and thousands of faith. But if you get it right away, and you are, if you can get it with purchasing great people and earning them, like you can strategically earn cheap great people to purposely ja- uh, jack up the ley line. Fair, right? Yeah, but then you don't get the it idea, until the industrial right? era. But that's uh, the idea is you get and then in the industrial era it backtracks, right? It looks at yeah, it, it all does backtrack. Them, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um. So you know, I can I could see I could see that being cool. I am actually now curious to the point that I'd like to give them a go. Um. I think that the plus one adjacency bonus that's nothing to laugh at. Um. Like one of okay. now my new favorite tactics is you know adjacency bonus like with tundra. So if I had a plus six adjacency for Tundra, if I got a plus one to that and that became a plus seven, now if I can get my work ethic, you know, that's that seven production, which goes to 14 production when I get scripture. Um, so a plus one, I don't think is anything to laugh at. Um, in but you already have, but like you already have plus six. You, right. So the yeah. ley line, like at least in my scenario, was never beside a mountain. So it's like I can put my campus beside a mountain for plus three or I can put it beside the ley line for plus one. What Ult- would you take? Ultimately, though, with a, if it is classified as an adjacency bonus, because adjacency bonus can be multiplied, can be doubled, uh, like a plus one ultimately can be a, a big bonus, especially if there's several of them throughout your empire. Okay. Um, and then I, if it okay. is if it's encouraging you to build districts, um, like I don't know, I think adjacency bonuses are, are big. I I'm increasingly using plus one hundred percent adjacency bonus for. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that they're not big. I'm saying plus one isn't enough. Either have it plus two or plus one, and every district you build beside it is fifty percent production cost. That would be good. If it was plus two, I would say for specific districts. If they said for like these three districts, you get plus two. Uh, I think plus one for all districts. I think that's that's pretty good. A plus one for all districts. There's some districts that are really hard, like the drama uh, theater square hex hub is. I find genuinely hard to even get a plus one. A plus one is good uh, with the theater hub. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think a plus one is necessarily something to laugh at. It's kind of equivalent, though, to putting a government plaza in inside, like inside all of your districts. That's the same. That's the same bonus. So it's essentially every every sieve has this bonus 
by just putting a government plaza in the middle of all your districts. I feel like, I feel like the argument was like, it's not OP, so it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I just, I'm saying that like from a, a consistency, like all civs use districts. Okay. And there's certain civs that I'd be interested to see this with. Civs like Germany, where they get extra districts. And extra districts means more great people. So I, I think that's still interesting. Okay. I, I'm going to try them out. Then I'll, I'll be a, the judge. Okay, so let's move on uh, to the owls. I think someone, something, someone that we all have a lot of experience in. So good. Right? Yeah. I don't even know if there's any specific strategy to this. Just trade routes to city states. Well, like, of course, that, there's that's strategy. It, that's it. Of course, there's still strategy. Okay, okay, Mister, Mister. I take owls every game except last game because I didn't want to, but you should have, or not owls? you should have, but you you would have, but you were like, no, I need to do something different. Here's the irony that I find with owls is that they support two types of victory conditions. I think the owls support uh, domination and I think the owls support diplomatic. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that you can do either one of those fairly easy with the owls because ultimately you can have a big army that you can actually fund and support, okay, with your your consistent gold and just buy. Um, You're going to have lots of buddies because you're going to have a bunch of city-states that are your friends. So when you go to war, you have them, you can leverage their units with all that gold that you've been earning, okay, which makes it really ideal, especially for, like, Hungary or something Hungry, like that. Hungary, yeah, that's the first um, thing that came to mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have all these buddies, and you're going to win so, like, I, 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 you end up getting so many diplomatic uh, favor. So, like, the game I'm playing... I think he cut out. He cut yeah, out. He okay, did, he did cut out. He cut out. Instead of him not showing up for the first half of the session, he cuts out in the middle of it. So the AFK screen comes back. <laughs> um, although I, I just pointed out um, while we're waiting for Zoe to reconnect, um, VectorCat does mention that the uh, plus one adjacency bonus can, if it's the difference between say plus two and plus three, right, that can be a huge deal, right? It's how many you get access to that's the big gamble. But even then, like that plus two and plus three is like that's the that's the uh, the 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 randomness that your ley line for a campus, for example, spawns beside a mountain. Like it's, or near it's, one. Or, or near, near one. one. Yeah, or near one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the other thing too is I kind of feel like maybe your opinion would have been different if you had if you just didn't have the bad luck. Like what if I did it when we played the Ethiopia game and apparently I had ley lines like all over the place. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Um, but uh, my so, my or the origin of my hatred comes from the inconsistency. Which I, I hate inconsistencies. Right. And so before Zoe, you know, saying having a lot of buddies with trade routes and stuff like that, I can see it how it would be a disadvantage in some um, civilizations. Like it wouldn't make much sense. Well, it just nullifies one of Germany's uh, benefits of having like a plus combat strength in city states. If you're trying to make them all your friends, then mm-hmm. that kind of just eliminates that, True. that ability. But you can't make okay. all of them your friends, uh, especially if somebody else is the, uh, the same order. Uh, which, owls, you mean? Owls, yeah. You're gonna. Yeah, they're yeah. they're also doing the same thing. Uh, or if you're playing against like, you know, the United States or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, Germany might not be the best one. But I just it's fascinating that diplomacy is a viable victory condition with them because now, you get so much diplomatic. Freedom. My main strategy uh, with the owls would be um, I like to abuse trade routes to make the new cities I found expand quicker. So what I will do is, I will, if I have a certain amount of settlers ready, I'll try to yes. time the settling of the cities when the trade routes are ending, when I have to reestablish them. 
and then I'll just move them to the new cities and then reestablish a domestic trade route to give that yes. extra production and food yes. boost to allow them to grow faster. Such and a with beautiful owls, tactic. <laughs> um, with owls, you can, like, if you are near the sea, you can, like, I think the, um, I got to 12 trade routes with Russia without breaking a sweat. And that's after, like, half my cities flooded and I lost my, um, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, and then with um, uh, another game I played, I got up to 16 trade routes before the industrial era. Um, it was pretty easy. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. If you just spam harbors and uh, and and the uh, gilded vaults and stuff like that. Yeah. Now you take that as a hit against um, something like culture or science. You have to sacrifice one of those two things in order in order to do that. I will counter um, that when you're done. In my experience, that's what's been happening, um, and I tend to let culture suffer more. Than I did science just so I could keep up um, um, scientifically wise. But you know, it's funny though, with all those trade treaties, you can take the po- policy card, the plus one science, plus one culture for trade routes. And I like, I, those are only for international trade routes. An I international think, trade route is any trade route that is not domestic. Oh, so even city states. Yeah, even city yes. states. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, so to counter the fact that you, can, you have to sacrifice science and culture at the beginning of the game, yes. However, when you are later in the game, so th- I, I had a game I just played as the Maori uh, and on a true start location Earth because I wanted to have a little bit of fun and I picked the Owls of Minerva. So since I was the Maori, I was near a lot of coasts, so it was very easy for me to get both a harbor and a commercial hub. So getting two trade routes per, per city. Um, when I was getting new cities on the mainland in like Asia and uh, Australia, I would then either get the financer, upgrade the financer to the last ability, which is to purchase districts with money. And I would have so much money. I was getting over a thousand gold a turn. So it was so easy for me to settle a new city, put the financer in there, wait five turns, buy whatever the heck um, district I wanted after that and just go from there. And then after I buy the district, buy every building from it. So let's say I wanted to have a science uh, city buy the campus, buy the library, university, research lab, done. Plus 20 science right there on one city on on five turns max. So like once you kind of get yourself established, it's so easy. You don't even need to do these domestic trade routes anymore. You can just set up your cities that way. There's a narrow window of of that like it's it's narrower than you think because if it never everything snowballs, right? Yeah. So yeah. if if you fell far enough behind, it may not be enough to boost you up to catch up. Okay, fair, fair. But I feel like you'll make enough money with them in your, at least in your capital and maybe your first couple of cities. If you prioritize, right, you pick science or you pick culture, you pick one of them just to and keep up and then you catch like, up in, uh, later. In and the like way. how you said with the Hermetic Order, if you leave for that strategy, it may force you to declare war because it requires you to expand. Yeah, okay. Right, you need land to expand. If the land isn't available, then you have to make it available. Um, and so, it, and it depending on how much more of an edge the other... Um, combatants have on you that may or may not be easy um and so i'm just saying that you're right you can do that it is a really good strategy i'm just saying the window for opportunity there where it would become not possible or very difficult to pull off um closes at a certain point um and so it does mean that you are still playing pretty aggressively right like um, you're doing this you're getting a lot of gold and then at one point you just expand massively to catch up in science and, and and culture and so it isn't a. It does look aggressive from the outside looking in, right? Like if I was okay, playing okay. you, it would seem you were playing very aggressively. Um, that, okay, that's fair. 
uh it's crazy though because like how in order to counter the owls you can either take over the city states or you declare everybody declares war on the person who has owls but then at the same time you still have a ton of trade routes and you can still domestic trade and it's still really good they're just so versatile i I, I honestly think one of the things that gets nullified is if i were germany and zoe were owls i can nullify his abilities just simply by using one of my abilities to eliminate city states that are near me yeah but the domestic trade route still and the yeah. and the plus economic card and the plus wild card and the plus yeah. spies and the, there's so much more to them right i don't know i'm just saying but you can you can counter some of their other abilities you can yes, yes. yeah like i said with spies is is another way but yeah you can definitely do it but just that and even what you were saying nystagnus i i was doing i was like this is so sweet i had like I moved like five trade routes to one city that I just built. And I'm like, domestic trader, domestic trader. And it exploded in population uh, and and production. Uh, so it's just so versatile what you can do with trade routes. And how, it helps you get your flood barriers up later on too, because you just move the trade routes to the places that are having more trouble with it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's move on to the Void Singers. Uh, probably mm. one that I have, I have zero experience in. So I am only theory here. I don't have any practical experience with these guys. So, I think Zoe, you're the only one who has experience with them. I've I've used them a couple now. I, I haven't gotten uh, to their final master plan. Um, actually, even the 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 one that reduces loyalty it sounds so cool. Uh, what I will say though, what I really do like about them, speaking to Snowball, is the the old obelisk as your monument, like. It's the first How building that? That every so Civ good. can build. Yeah. And it gives you four faith. And it also gives you a great work slot. Any great work slot. Anyone mm-hmm. at all. So there are... Um, sometimes you might get like a writer or something by a fluke. Like early. And you're like, oh, I can't do anything with this. Right? Every city can hold one with them. Um, and because of that snowball effect. Like, because you're building it in the classical era. Or in the, in the ancient era. Um, and plus four faith is nothing to laugh at for a free building inside your city. And then <sighs> I really like their, their ritual. Yeah. The second um, ability. Which yeah. if you're yeah, a faith space civilization, every other thing that's, that's a gold culture and science, you get 20% of the faith production as an addition. And that's, um, like we said, if, if Ethiopia got that. Yeah. If, if right. Ethiopia it's funny that. how like from they, they reward, they reward a one dimensional play style and then they make you multi-dimensional right yeah. that's yeah, that's what's literally. really crazy I love, about that's them. a great way of looking at it like you're literally <laughs> opening a portal to hey you realm. like you like faith hey you like you want faith here's some faith here's some more stuff on top of the faith that you have now <laughs> good let job to tell you faith. We really like you let me tell you about our lord and savior cthulhu <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh i thought you were about to go into a traveler spiel there no, and no, i was i was about no, to like kick you out of this call so fast no, <laughs> if we wait long enough maybe discord we'll just drop them oh uh, maybe <laughs> i haven't i haven't told this traveler story in months so don't, uh, don't you well worry. It, it's coming though it's coming uh, there's not enough new people to tell that say this the, the origin story of the traveler yet okay once we get to like 20 viewers then maybe you can we can you can go back to your telling your traveler story, <laughs> and then we can go back to five viewers. <laughs> but yeah, so you you mentioned that you never even got to the cultists yet. Um, I think it's from what I I don't know how much loyalty they 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 make lose. That doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. Um, I think it's is it twenty or is it is it it's, 10. Between tw- it's 10? 10. Oh, so then later on in the atomic when you do that city project, then it increases. 
yeah. you can to do it three times. Generate, you can okay. make relics too, though. That's I think the more yes. critical yes. thing. So if you if for your religion, if you take the triple yield on relics, oh. so there's a oh. couple sieves that like like the Konganese. I'd love to see these with. Uh, I'd love to see them with uh, uh, Lunero. Um, Lunero of the Colombia of of the the Mapuche. The okay, Mapu- that's not a lit. What the Mapuche? So the Mapuche, okay. if you yes, it, Mapuche, yes. The, the Lunero is a Colombian union, which no, is but their really name. The name of their leader is like Lunero or Latero. Latero. Okay. Oh yeah, very okay, you're right. Okay, okay, okay. They're very fair, very close. fair. Pass. But just the the loyalty attack, uh, or with yeah, France, yeah. you know, there with Eleanor. Um, there's a couple that just to be a silly like. Let's see how much loyalty damage we can cause. So if you have like two or three cultists, even with Eleanor, if you're not taking over the city with your loyalty, you're at least making it so it increases slower. So if you reduce their loyalty by like 30, 40, 50, and they're only increasing by like five, six, seven loyalty up, um, you're really hurting that city city's growth and production. And mm-hmm. like, like that's, that hurts. It's going to slow them down. It could yeah. cause unrest. It could cause um, rebellion. It could cause units to appear, right? Um, it's interesting, though, with the, the these secret societies. It seems that each one has a couple sieves that, in particular, totally break them. Like the Americans to the owls. Oh, that um, one's the most. Eleanor, it's so broke. Eleanor to this one, because I'm pretty sure great works and relics, right? So if Eleanor's already giving you a it's minus all, by all having great, a relic, all, all great works. So it yeah. would, I would imagine yeah. it include relics, yeah. El- so, Although I have to mention that... Um, Cultists are expensive too, right? Like, well, if uh, it's purchase of faith, right? No, but their maintenance cost is expensive. Oh, is it? It's four. Yeah, it's four, four gold. Yeah, four is a bit by high. the industrial era. Four is about average, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even cavalry is four maintenance, and that's in the, in the industrial era. So that's the that's the 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 mean, the average uh, maintenance cost per unit, pretty much in that era. So it's not like more expensive than it than it, than it should be and i would compare them like to a uh it's it's expensive in the sense that it's expensive for a a, a faith purchased unit that isn't a combat unit y- yes okay fair right because missionaries and apostles they don't, don't have maintenance costs yeah yeah this is pretty awesome okay i didn't know they had this so they have dark summoning so you can this is a, a special project that a city can build, and it provides lots of faith every turn. Upon completion, it increases the amount of loyalty damage done by cultists by two to a maximum of 30. So you do 15 dark rituals, and you end up having that every time that they attack, they're giving minus minus 40 loyalty per charge. <laughs> it's so now that is now the same. The thing that would um, um, literally it's madness. The thing that would make them like super OP, right? Like the one thing I want to know is if I'm not at war with you, can I kill your cultists? Probably not. Like no, you right? have to like, go to like, war. Are, it's, like they, it's like a religious uh, unit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes that that's that sucks. Yeah, they're like um, religious unit. And and Vector Cat mentions you don't keep cultists around though. You send them out to die. Yeah, you don't yeah. pay for the maintenance that much. But I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. It's one of those things that makes it kind of unique, right? Like it has a maintenance cost as opposed to like other units um, um, that are faith-based, right? That you... When it's killed or uses all of its charges, you get a relic. Oh, man. So that 
seems very exploitable. And there's a couple sieves in particular, and there's a couple wonders in particular. Now, mind you, you got to have room, but if you've got your Cthulhu monument up, every city's got at least one. Um, so that's really, really interesting. I'm intrigued to uh, try these guys. More. I really want to try them too, and I'm really disappointed in myself that I haven't. Uh, lastly, uh, and probably the last topic for this podcast as well, uh, the vampires. So vampires are, I mean, I, I, right when I heard about them, I'm like, they're going to be the best the best secret society and they're up there they're up there with owls to compete with the best secret society in my opinion um when i learned about these castles and that what, what they do and they actually provide like the yields to your capital once i heard that i'm like okay they're the best like it's over there's no way you can compete with these vampires how did you feel with them zo alaska oh oh i still uh. think they're super hokey uh, and of all about magic. I, although I really wish that the castle sound of moving your guy was like a. Woo, 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 like I a gave that feedback. I gave that feedback to uh, their Twitter. So nice. hopefully, hopefully, uh, I, I'll credit you. We'll credit you for that. Or a happens. bunch of bats, like kiki kiki kiki. Yeah, know, just, yeah that'd be sick. It'd be such a simple modification. Um, now I got them in the modern era. So I was able to. I accumulated them rather quickly. And it's why I ended up, I was like, well, I'm going to war. These guys are great. Mm -hmm. um, and I think what I really loved about them is they seem to be a high target for the enemy. And every time they pillage, no matter what they pillage, they heal. Uh, and if they pillage food, they heal 100%. Yeah, so because I was doing heavy seats, like everybody had uh, lots of fortifications, I was pillaging and it, it, they were beautiful. There's going around pillaging stuff. And then, well, they also, um, I like this using intimidation, the right? By the mod, yeah, by the they, they, you get uh, intimidation. They, re they reduce the combat. Strength oh by yeah. Five. I totally forgot about that. So oh my I, God. I, and I'm, so I wasn't joking when I said I won with vampires and, and, and battleships. Uh, that's how I won that game. Um, they, they were the bulk, uh, the, the vanguard of my army. Uh, they did a lot of the heavy lifting at first, along with all the free battleships. Um, I do want to try them, though, from an earlier era and uh, see how they do. And then the master plan. Um, oh, that was fun. That was like being able to instantly set up a new base of operation um, <laughs> yeah, across the continent. ocean. That's yeah. that super fun. That um, makes continents games make way more achievable to win a domination victory. Way more, way more. Um, and like I, I, I didn't use it effectively because I had to like land in Alaska <laughs> because Moy <laughs> Moy destroyed my I castle. Didn't know, I didn't perfect. know that's how that worked. So like I now know. we know, right? Now we know. I know it makes sense. It makes sense yeah, that I can't it operate in yeah. enemy territory because that's a way to kill it. Then right is is if I build buy a city the beside land, it, yeah, yeah, it'll it'll disappear. It's no longer neutral. Um. So yeah, I just I, I just found them uh, war provoking too. You wanted to attack. You, you you know you didn't want to wait for your allies to finally build units. And what I loved about that game is you guys just gave up and stopped building units. Well, you did more. The Stagnus helped a bit in in the war against Japan. So yeah, I, I built a I, battleship. And that was pretty much it. I really like. <laughs> and the castle yield was crazy. That was awesome. Like I obviously wish I'd asked my question thirty seconds earlier, but I was being polite and letting Miss Agnes finish his thought and then our turn ended 
And then I did it. And I was like, oh, mm. okay. Um, so yeah, they get, if you build them right, you'll get six yields that will combine into one square. Mm -hmm. They combine everything. And then I think if you build another castle elsewhere, it sends yields back, I think, for special. It sends it to your capital. Oh, to the capital. It sends it to your capital, okay. yeah. So it's an automatically um, worked tile by your capital. Well, when, when you told me about the ley lines, I'm like looking at the amount of food and production that I was getting, and I think culture and gold, it was ridiculous. Um, so I was like, this is like a ley line. It feels like a ley line that you can build wherever you want, uh, which seemed a little, little lame. Um, I just don't know if you could have two in the capital. I don't know if that the works. most ideal like castle in my head right now is if you had a coastal city and you built the uh i don't know what it's called uh the the water petra you know what i'm talking about when i say the water petra mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. the uh the mausoleum mausoleum yeah the mausoleum at harcasis or something uh then you build a harbor obviously so boost all your coast tiles and then you get like the shipyard and the and the lighthouse and the seaport so you have like plus three food plus two production or one production and plus three gold in every single coast tile and then there's a singular island tile you yeah. build the castle right there right and you there. get like yeah. so many yields and so many different uh the maori might be things. really oh, good with them God. yeah right like they might be which really is good. hilarious that the maori would like go to the vampire but you wouldn't even have to go to war you don't have to go with the vampires just have them as defense they don't need to upgrade because they're already the best unit in your your empire all the time and then you just have the castles to work your capital and their capital is already super buffed right and they're and just gonna they, get even stronger that they get 50 health for Anything they pillage, except for roads. So if they pillage a library, they're getting fifty health, and you're getting whatever science. Yeah. You know, and if you pill, if you pillage a farm, they're healed to full. That is such a harassing, annoying unit. Like you pretty much have to kill the vampire, though. You gotta, you gotta throw that stake through its stake, um, because <laughs> oh uh, and send them back to the capital. It's a high stake uh, secret high society. <laughs> But no, super, super cool. I like them a lot. Still hokey. Yeah, it's always going to be hokey. Uh, there's always going to be a magical, magical secret society. Uh, overall, which one, uh, not necessarily which one's the best, but which sorry, one is your favorite? The, okay, sorry, the, your one, sure. the one last little comment that I really liked was when I got my killer death robot. <laughs> then my vampires were really good because oh. they all got the power of my killer death robot. <laughs> Which is hilarious because they you get think the about best it. power. Yeah, yeah, but it's hilarious because then then a vampire could, could potentially kill a robot, but a then a robot, robot isn't a human. Isn't so like, how is it going to kill a? I, I don't know. That, that is also sense. very broken. The killer robot's main freaking holdback is it costs not just like one uranium. I think it's three uh, uranium three. per handful turn. of uranium. Yeah, yeah. Vampire yeah. don't need no uranium. It just needs to look at the robot, and be like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> it's like a mimic. Right, yeah. inherits yeah. whatever. It's, the only thing is that the, the robot's probably faster. I just imagining yeah. that it's it's just a techno vampire. Like it's it's just imagine a vampire but has tech, and it's just that's always what it is. Like it's a vampire with a long sword. So obviously it's going to be it's better. A cyberpunk <laughs> vampire. It's like augmented with like bionic arms, bionic and arms, like, and yeah. or whatever it is that you've got. So let's disregard which one the best one is which one we're going to start with the stagmas uh, is your favorite secret society to play and why 
so far just with like my limited experience with all of them because you know i haven't played them all uh yeah um i i think that the owls just kind of plays to my play style i like trade routes i like i i go for them as as many trade routes as possible like um i always like whenever i talk to you um uh both of you guys playing a game like hey how many trade routes do you guys have and i'm always like blown away that you have like you have like three and i have like shut eight. up <laughs> um, and so um it's like it's like a, a singular focus for me is to build up trade routes so i can one i also kind of use them to build roads all over the empire Mm-hmm. Instead, of, instead of building like the military engineer, I know that's bad. Like I should be building more of those military engineers and stuff. I, I never like, build a military engineer in any game ever. Okay, well, um, <laughs> I do use them to like. I sometimes I purposely choose routes simply to build roads in specific areas so I can move units faster. Okay, okay. okay. Um, and so uh, I, just the ones that if it gets me all these extra trade routes, that in in itself um, um, makes them really fun to play for me. Uh, I, so I, I just, I, I only haven't played the void singers. Uh, owls were a lot of fun. Uh, but by like the atomic era, it just kind of got a little stale in terms of their gameplay for me. Cause like it was kind of too easy. Like it became too easy. Um, hemetic order. We already know. I just, I wish it burned and died. Uh, and then the vampires, however, are, are incredibly fun. I, I, maybe cause I enjoy war. Right, like I think war is is a lot of fun. Um, I feel like there's the, a balancing act that Moy has to have. It's like it's too OP, not OP enough. Where where <laughs> where's the balance? Something but, is too easy. But, but, but that's not. what I said in terms of like not 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 how good it is. Just how, which one do you enjoy the most? And so for for me, vampires having like you're, you're, it's more interactive. You have to go to war. You need to kill units, and you need to strategically place where your vampires are to dying units beside them to make them even stronger. And then like that, that's kind of like the fun part about it is that it's always it's 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 more interactive. Like you have to do more things to make these vampires good. That's what I like about it. Uh, obviously, hands down, owls. Uh, I loves me extra policy cards. I loves me wild cards. Uh, and it loves me gold. So these are like all of my favorite things in in one <laughs> complete package. I do agree with Moy that like later on it, it it gets a little boring. It's like oh great, I've got twenty trade routes and I'm you know I'm winning on all these levels. Um, the vampires are though hella fun. They are hella fun. And I think after I maybe I've tried them a little more, maybe I'll I'll agree with be, be more on that. But for now, the owls hands down. Fun fact, did you know you can name your vampires? You can name all your units. But you can name your vampires, and that's even cooler. Just stay tuned on your future names of these vampires. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's going to be... Name one interview with a vampire. You just name one interview with a vampire. That's it. Like, one interview with a vampire? It's a movie. Um, oh. Well, you can uh, call it Edward. Brad Pitt. You can call it... You can, you can call it uh, Dracula. You can call it Raising Zozo. I don't know. Whatever you want, right? So, <laughs> um, oh, what are we doing next week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should that? talk about next week's game. But I'll tell Fine. you I'll, I'll tell you something. I know how much our viewers love hearing my voice. Um, so, I won. And uh, so, I've chosen a cool game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do uh, an eight eight. Civ game, so it's going to be us three and five other computer opponents. We're not going to be on the same team, but that doesn't necessarily mean we won't be working together because uh, computer AI is a lot like goblins. You know, even times of conflict, 
the uh, the the common we got to come together and kill them. Okay, that was a lame Lord of the Rings comment. Um, so yeah, we're going to do continents. Uh, we're going to do uh, an eight civ game. We'll vary the AIs between deity and um, emperor, and then each of us is going to use the kind of our favorite win or our favorite play style civ. Uh, so I love gold. Gold's every every game I play. I want to have as much gold as I, I can. So, so I will be playing um, Mansa Musa of the Mali. Mansa That'd be Musa fun. Of the Mali. I like him. He's uh, fun. And yeah. they're so fun. There's so so much gold. <laughs> I love it. Did you hear about Did you hear about Mansa Musa? Like what he did when he went on his like traveling travels. Just as a side, so he had so much gold that whenever, and he used to always travel with a massive entourage. So when he would move to a, uh, a, a, uh, go to a local area, he brought so much gold that he would collapse the local gold prices because of how much gold he brought. <laughs> I did um, hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so crazy. like local gold prices would plummet because of how much gold that he would bring into the into the local economy. <laughs> um, th- uh, just as a side, yeah. Crazy to think how rich he was. Just like just insane. Yeah. Um, richest person richest, in history. Yeah, richest in history, person yeah. in history. Yeah. In history. Richest yeah. person in history if you adjust for inflation. Yeah, it's so insane. Um, so as everyone or may or may not know, I love the science game. I love focusing on science. Uh, so I will be playing finally, I've never played these people before, Korea. And I'm gonna be f- building all of those whatever the unique name for this campus is all over the hills Sayogun. and getting the plus plus four science out of every building and it's going to be maybe i'll go medic order we'll fast see. forward 72 hours from now and he uh spawns on a continent that doesn't have mountains but oh, shut <laughs> up. i think he just needs hills but i was thinking it's like actually you know what korea Hermetic order might be really good. That's like, let's see if Moy goes for three. Maybe, maybe I'll go Hermetic order with Korea. Three, maybe, but maybe I'll go three for three of absolutely hating it. So I don't. Maybe know. then you'll know though. <laughs> uh, maybe you'll get two ley lines in your empire or more. Um, the other slight modification we're going to make for this game as well is uh, instead of having online speed, we're going to play quick speed. Um, online speed is double, so it's very, very double standard. Okay, very, very fast. Quick speed is 33% of standard, and I believe what this will result in is a two-part game where very clearly there's not a winner at the end. I'm hoping that we'll end around the industrial era, maybe maybe just before the end of the Renaissance, and that this will result in a worthy modern game where we actually have the snowball of history backing us up, and we'll see maybe some nukes and not have Zoe cut it short because he wanted to go to bed. Nice. <laughs> um, who are you playing? I, I was, I was like, I'm like, are you guys going to forget to let me choose no. who I was going to be? I, we um, always do, but not this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, uh, I don't have like a really as defined play style, but I'd like to focus on growth and expansion. So why not? I decided to play as the Trajan, as the Roman empire. Right. Um, and so, uh, it's my second favorite Civ to play so far. Actually, probably gonna go down to three because I think Grand Columbia is really gonna like move <laughs> up there. It's one of my favorite. They're, um, They're fun. And so I'm gonna be Trajan um, uh, for the Roman Empire. I think, guys, if you wanna throw in your not you guys or viewers, and I use the guys as a gen- generic term. If you wanna th- throw us ideas for like who you wanna see us fight in this game, because we're gonna choose five civilizations. 
Um, go for it. I know Vector Cat's going to be like, you got to have Scythia. Georgia. You can put Georgia, Georgia in there. Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, watch, uh, watch Georgia be OP as a computer. Maybe and, like, with. Take over Moy and Zoe. And just yeah, like maybe, completely vindicate them. <laughs> maybe, maybe with secret societies. Maybe they're. Woo. Maybe. Uh, but something else to note is that we are cutting down our Sunday sessions from 7 to 12 to 7 to 11. So we're cutting it down for an hour. But like Zoe said, we're making it a two-weeker. So instead of it being a one five-hour session, it's going to be two four-hour sessions resulting in eight hours long. So that is going to be overall a longer game which is also why we're trying quick speed instead of online speed uh those are the reasons behind all of that uh but yeah hopefully you guys are very excited for sunday i know i am because it's like a free-for-all uh but we also have opponents to bully and they're going to be on deity so maybe they might take one of us over but it's up to us to help our other brethren to make sure they do not get eliminated from the game third last you can get eliminated third last as always, don't forget to check out our other social media spots, YouTube, Discord, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and then also, uh, as an announcement, uh, after the Sunday's game, look out for the next video um, in the Better Know a Leader series. Um, and uh, Moy, did you want to uh, announce I'll, your video? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get there. Uh, at the Civ Show, by the way, and all, this, all, all the social medias. Yeah, I just finished editing uh, today on the August 6th. Uh, I just finished editing my Conquests of Alexander uh, scenario I played on Deity. Uh, very hard, by the way. I challenge anyone to play it and to send a screenshot of how far you got because it is super difficult to play on Deity. You have 37 turns to take over 26 cities. It's very hard. Um, yeah, so that'll be coming out by, probably by the time you're listening to this podcast. If it's not live, it's probably already out. So go on YouTube and check it out. Excellent. And just as always, guys, if you want to get the more intimate connection where you get to see Zozo's amazing memes, I'm gaining levels, apparently. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, it's where most of the conversation happens when we're not on camera or on the mic. Uh, join our Discord and uh, join the conversation. Get part of the community. Yeah, we will see you guys on Sunday for the what are we calling what are we calling on Sunday the uh, the Royal Rumble I, maybe I'm uh, I'll, I'm gonna stick with my old uh, big game hunters. This is big what it game is. hunter. Big game hunters. Right. I like it. The big game hunter. Tune in on Sunday. It's gonna be a great episode of the Sip Show. Until then, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Good night. Bye. Bye.